welcome to the Nerd Party. Welcome back to Throwback Paperback. I'm one of your hosts, Asia Bonia. And I'm the other and most magnificent host, Charles Sheeland. And today we are finally starting the final book of the Inkheart trilogy, Ink Death by Cornelia Funke. <laughs> and we're calling these books a Charles suggestion, but neither of us has read the series before. But just in case you're new to our show, we're a podcast on the Nerd Party Network. We're best friends and we read and reread young adult books from our adolescence and share them with each other. And starting next week, we will be on a reread of mine, The Skin Jacker Trilogy by Neil Schusterman. I love these books as a teenager after Neil Schusterman actually came and spoke to my seventh grade English class. So I'm hoping Charles will like them too. Well, we'll definitely see starting next or two weeks from now. Yes. So Charles will be covering summaries for those when we get to them. But for now, I'm still on the awful Inkworld summaries. So let's go ahead and just dive into it. So we find out that Reza is pregnant and wants to go home. She wants to go back to the real world. And Mo, my least favorite character, is being absolutely reckless, pretending to be the Blue Jay. And Maggie is just whining throughout all of this. Orpheus does manage to bring Dustfinger back from the dead, but at a price. And there's basically just a lot of tension throughout this reading. By the end, every one of our characters is in the ink world, and personally, I think that they need to go home, but I'll stop myself before I go too off the rails, because I don't want to get myself, don't want to get ahead of myself. But as far as my impressions, all I'm going to say is that I hate Mo, and I hate Maggie, but I mainly hate Mo. But that's all I'm going to say for now, because I have plenty of ranting to do throughout this episode. Yeah, thank you for saving that. Well, it'll be a much more efficiently run episode if we save the ranting for later. My impression was honestly that not that much happened and that I'm kind of just reading for yes. the series to be over. I definitely want to know how it ends, <laughs> but I'm just craving a new world. I just, I think it's that I don't like any of the main characters that much. I don't hate them the way Asia does, but I don't, care about any of them like i think i enjoy roxanne and risa and violante the most but they're all secondary and so that's just not enough to hold my interest so i don't hate it i will say that actually hating the characters has made me more interested in the story because instead of before i feel like we were having the indifference i'm having now anger and rage so i feel like i'm more invested in the story a little bit but like not in a positive way okay well you do that i guess you only got to deal with it for one more week yep so diving in we start with eleanor who misses them and then we immediately abandon her we just leave her back in the human world so we go to the ink world and mo is he's working as the blue jay by night basically working as a vigilante and we find out that Risa's pregnant. So Mo has gone full cold-hearted Mo. Like, he's just killing people that work for the Adderhead at night. And just Risa's just chilling out, being pregnant. Yeah, my first note I wrote was that she, like, Reza's pregnant? What? And 
my first thought is, you know, if she has a baby in this world, she could die, which is a very important reason why they need to go back before she gives birth. I mean, you're not wrong. They don't have modern medicine in the ink world. And this begins the stupidity of Mo because it is absolutely ridiculous for him to be keeping them there with this information. And Maggie and Reza know about his nighttime activities, all the killing and going out with the robbers. And this is where we get into we don't like Maggie is because Maggie like talks about how she's bothered by Mo killing all these people, but she isn't bothered by the people being humiliated and tortured in the pillories, which is like there's plenty of people being tortured and like punished because, you know, this is kind of like middle ages medieval times kind of when people crazy stuff like that happened and she's just completely grown used to it but at the same time then she's like well how is mo like killing people with swords like and he's killing bad people so she's just a hypocrite and again it was meggie who wanted to come into the ink world and the ink world has a lot of violence in it. So if she wants to be there, like she just needs to accept that. Like she can't accept it on one side, but then get mad at Mo for like becoming a part of it. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I think like, I just can't feel badly for Maggie because she chose this herself. Like Mo tried to tell her a bunch, how like dangerous the ink world was. And she was like, but look about the fairies. So you know, I just, I don't feel badly for her, but I'm like, y'all need to leave because this is not sustainable. Meanwhile, Farid has been waiting on Orpheus, who's been trying to get Dustfinger back, but it hasn't worked so far. He's just kind of been rich, making himself rich. And he's all creepy and pedophile, which is, you know, not nice at all. I don't like reading any of the chapters with Orpheus in them. Meanwhile, Fenolia right now, he won't write. And I will say, I was mad at him last book because he was writing all the time and interfering with the story. But I'm also mad at him now for being like, I won't write because I don't want to mess things up. I'm like, can you just ever do anything right? Like, maybe I'm maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe my standard has changed. But I'm kind of mad. I'm like, you should write them out of the story. Like, if they're asking for that, you need to write them out. Like, grow up. I don't know. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, you're not wrong. He's annoying. But see... I was mainly just focused on Mo and Maggie, so everybody else was, like, annoying and doing stupid things, but they were in no way in comparison to how bad Mo and Maggie were. Okay, I guess. Valid. But Fenolio does need to write them out ASAP. I completely agree with that. I think it's ridiculous that he's not agreeing to that. But Reza, Maggie, and Mo need to go back because... I mean, Rez is going to die in childbirth, and then Meggie and Mo are going to get killed, like, trying to be heroes. So it's just, like, a matter of time that they're going to—it's just a matter of time before they're going to get killed in the ink world. So they really need to, like, find a way home before that happens. Yeah, like, Mo is hanging out with the Black Prince and a bunch of robbers. And it's already been alluded to that that could be dangerous, obviously. So there's just— there's just kind of dangers that you have in the ink world that you obviously don't have in, like, real life. Like, you can't trust these people. Also, I want to say, like, we got, like, a good, like, halfway through our reading, like, a good 15 chapters in before anyone mentions Eleanor. I was like, y'all, she's literally, like, alone in the world with Darius. Yeah, they're just completely in the background. Like, we go, like, 20 chapters without them being mentioned. Like, it takes so long for them to get noticed. 
Like, she's family, and they're just like, well, let's, like, kill some Adderhead servants. Like, ugh, I was so annoyed. <laughs> I was like, she's family. And she's like, whatever. Whatever. Yes. Well, moving on. If, you know, we thought this was going to be a reading I liked that completely went out the window because we have Trouble in Paradise with Maggie and Fareed, which, as I mentioned last episode, was one of my favorite storylines. But Fareed, now that he's, like, working with Orpheus in his big house and he has lots of maids and stuff, he talks about how he's, like, been kissing other girls because they give him, like, extra food. And I was like, what kind of boyfriend is this? He's just cheating on Maggie. Like, it's no big deal. Like, I understand he needs to get food, but, like... He just, like, mentioned this no non so nonchalantly, like, I guess they aren't exclusive, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, I that It's clearly not working out between them. And Maggie is jealous of Brianna, who is Dustfinger's daughter, because she works for Orpheus and she gets to see Fareed, even though, like, she doesn't even like Fareed. But I was just like. Well, also, she constantly describes, or everyone kind of describes it like Brianna's, like, so gorgeous, like. So I'm Brianna. Okay. Uh- Maggie is jealous of me. But, yes, they're definitely struggling as a prepubescent couple. And, yeah, I know. Freed is very nonchalant about kissing other people. Well, it's okay because at this point I hate Maggie anyway. So, Freed honestly well, deserves better. Be- <laughs> He's the one who's cheating. Yeah, but, like, Maggie sucks. I- I'll get into it later, but I dislike... Maggie and Mo are kind of, like, grouped together. I mean, they literally, like... They're, like, partners in crime, and they're both awful. They are. Again, I don't want to jump ahead. Well, it's because of the distance between Maggie and and Fareed that she's like, maybe we should go back home. And then Mo's like... And Fareed's not going to come with me. And Mo just, like, talks her out of it so easily. Like you said, they're partners in crime. I was like, Maggie actually had some thought, sensible thought, and then she's like, ah, just kidding, I'll stay. So for this part where... Maggie kind of expresses her concerns, but Mo like is like, no, we're going to stay. I did have a little bit of a different take on this because at this point, this is a one and only time. So listen up. I know that Maggie and Reza are upset that Mo is changing because he's really kind of gotten caught up in the ink world. But if they wouldn't have wanted to go into the book in the first place, like, none of this would have happened. So, like, you know, Reza probably shouldn't have told Maggie so much about the ink world. And then maybe Maggie... And then Maggie shouldn't have gone into the book in the first place. Like, a lot of the, t- a lot of the things that happen... That has happened to Mo and, like, gotten him to this point of being the Blue Jay is a consequence of both Reza and Maggie's decisions. Like, obviously not all of it because, like... Uh, Mortola and Basta, like, also, they're the ones that actually brought Mo and Reza in. But, like, still, if Maggie wouldn't have gone into the book, like, things could have turned out differently. So, for once, again, one and only time in this moment in the book, I was on Mo's side. I was thinking it was a little ridiculous that they were getting so upset at him when, basically, they're the ones who wanted to go into the book. And now that Mo's kind of finally adjusted to the story and has, like, found his place in it... All of a sudden, they've both changed their minds and are like, we should go home. I understand. I can understand where he's coming from and that he doesn't want to leave now. I'm not going to feel that way later, though. (laughs) Just a spoiler. (laughs) 
Okay. I was going to say, you heard it here first. She's giving Mo credit, but apparently by the end of this episode, she will no longer be giving Mo credit. You are right, though, that it is absolutely Maggie's fault. And, you know, you've been saying all this whole episode so far, like, they're going to get in trouble. Something's going to go wrong. Lo and behold, Mo gets captured because obviously everyone knows he's the freaking Blue Jay. But luckily for him, because Mo has got main character plot armor, he's untouchable. Turns out Violante doesn't actually want him. She fake captured him because she wants to team up with him to take on the Adderhead together. And remember, the Adderhead is her dad. And I want to ask you this because as I was reading it, I at no point thought that Violante was like tricking him. I was like, obviously, she definitely wants to use Mo, like, she does want to team up with him, but all the other characters are like, oh my god, she's tricking you, she's taking advantage of you. What did you think? Yes, I believed her. I agree with you, because they, because she had a motive from the beginning of wanting to take down the Adderhead on her own, because they talked about how when she was a little girl, she was locked, like, he locked her up with her mother, like, and then she married her off. Like, so she has her own motives, like, on her own of, like, why she wants to take him down. And wanting to take him down will be easier to accomplish with the help of the Blue Jay. So I just felt it made sense that she would be able, like, that it wouldn't make, it wouldn't really make sense of why she would be tricking him when he can actually help her. I mean, for me, I also never doubted her because to me, I was like, if it's a trap, she could have just taken him then and there. Like, she had him captured. So if she was actually going to turn him over to the Blue Jay, she could have just done it right then and there. Like, why would she, like, make up this fake story to be like, I'm going to let you go. Now come back three days later. Then we'll take you to my dad. Like, if she was going to turn him over, she could have just turned him over. She already captured him. Like, I, I don't know. I thought that was really stupid. Like, when everyone was like, what if she's lying? I'm like... She has no reason to lie. She already captured Mo because he's so stupid he walked into her castle. Sorry. I don't know. I was just like, why are we pretending that she doesn't have all the cards? Again, that's what I'm saying. Violante, only interesting character. She, like, overpowers Mo. Anyway. Anyway, I, yeah, I have to admit, I'm definitely going to (laughs) be hot and cold during this reading because... Here we are, back to... You were nice to Mo, and I feel like you're going to be mean to him now. Yes. So, this is at this point that Reza goes off on her own, basically, because she really wants to go home because she's scared that Mo's going to get killed. I mean, she's really not even worried about herself, which, like, I'd be worried for myself. Like, I wouldn't want to die in childbirth, giving, like, birthing my child, So I would not want to be there for that. But she's also just worried for Mo. You know, she doesn't want her next kid to have to grow up up without a father. So she ends up going to Orpheus. Like, she goes to Fenolio. He says that he's not going to write for her. And so then she goes to Orpheus to try to get him to write for her. And when Mo finds out that, like, she went off on her own... His first thought isn't even for, oh my goodness, my wife has gone off on her own in a scary, middle-aged, like, 
town where like there's scary people and she's gone when they're like supposed to be in hiding like she could get captured she could be attacked she could be killed no he doesn't think about that at all he is more afraid that she is going to actually convince orpheus to write the words and he's going to read them and that he will be sent back to the real world that is his number one fear in that moment when he finds out that reza has gone to talk to orpheus he is afraid that he will be sent back to the real world and no longer be able to be the blue jay can we just let that sink in? What a terrible husband. Oh my God. I I just cannot even. He just doesn't, he doesn't even care for her safety. So yes, I am definitely back to hating Mo because he just wants to play hero and he's not thinking about protecting his family. Like he has been searching for this woman for 10 years of his life, reading the same book. Now he finally has her back and he wants to abandon her to play some made-up hero role in a book? What kind of man is this? I'm, I knew from the beginning, incompetent, an incompetent man. That is who he is. And this is where I said Reza should really just get Orpheus to read her whole read her home by herself because at this point she should leave Mo and honestly Maggie behind too because Maggie doesn't even <laughs> love Reza. All she cares about is Mo. Maggie doesn't even think of Reza That's as her true. mother and Maggie gets a lot worse. Yeah, Maggie is so rude about that. Like Maggie is so rude about the way she talks about Reza. I'm like, girl, she's still your mother. Like, show some respect. But either way, clearly the those two do not care for her and she cares deeply for both of them. So... Like, they don't deserve her love. Like, she needs to go home and have a new family. Like, she needs to start (laughs) over and find a new man, have her new child, and just start over because they are undeserving of her. It is actually ridiculous. I would like the listeners to know that Aisha's being fully serious. She's not even being ironic right now. She's being... I am being fully serious. as, As someone who knows Aisha and I know her humor and I can, like, see her face, obviously. This is an audio medium. Like, this is not Asia's sarcastic sass. Like, she's fully serious. She, like, she is endorsing Reza leaving Mo and Maggie. Yes. But it's true that they definitely, like, exclude her all the time. Like, all the they time. They completely exclude her, and all she does is care and love for them, and they completely exclude her. Like, she doesn't deserve that. No one deserves that, and that just angers me. But it's more so on Mo. He's the adult. Like, Maggie's a kid. It's true. And she's, Maggie has never known any better because she never had a mother. Yeah. She never had two parents. I just, again, for me, it's literally the hypocrisy of him being so desperate to find her. And now that he has her, he doesn't even care about her. I mean, I take your point. I take your point. So, Res, uh, like, as you say, she goes to Orpheus. She asks them to write out. She asks him to write them out. She does ask for all of them. Sorry. But, and Orpheus says he'll do it, but Mo has to meet with the white men so that he can write them home. And that was obviously a trap. Like, I don't know. It was like, of course, of course his stipulations are going to trap Mo. But I guess that was obvious, right? Yeah, I wrote that down that Orpheus is definitely going to want to use Mo as bait for the white women because it's pretty clear, like, Orpheus does not like Mo. He sees him as competition, and his main goal is getting Dustfinger back. So I feel like my mind would immediately go to maybe he's going to try to 
try to do like some sort of trade, like a life for a life, like something like that. And then this is where if you need insult to injury of why Mo is bad, Mo lies to them. He lies to his family next and that he tells them, he tells Orpheus to send Maggie and Reza back and that say like, I'll follow afterwards. And of course, he's literally ready to abandon his family. And it's not even just Reza now, it's Maggie too. So the fact that Maggie is still standing up for this man, when he literally said he was going to leave you, he was going to let you leave without him. He was going to abandon you, abandon his own child. Terrible. I said it in the first episode, I think, or second episode, that he was a terrible father. He is a terrible father and a terrible husband. Yeah, the lying is what caused discord in the first place. Like, keeping secrets is what caused problems in the first place. So, stop doing it. Like, I just, I also, and again, I, for me, I'm like, we need to get them out of the ink world. Like, she cannot die in childbirth. Like, this is the Middle Ages. Like, what an embarrassment if she, like, literally gets stuck having, giving birth, like, underneath some fairies. Like, this is so bad. Like, get her out. Get her to a hospital. <laughs> That's all I can think about during this reading. And then, I mean, yes, but then, you know, Mo actually goes through with it. And, you know, I had said that, you know, I hope Mo isn't so stupid that he's actually going to trust Orpheus. Like we said, it's, it's pretty obvious that Orpheus would want to maybe trade Mo for Dustfinger because he openly doesn't like him. Oh, my God. But no, Mo goes through with it, and he ultimately only survives by luck. Yeah, Orpheus is, like, fully ready to ditch him. Like, Mo only gets away by the skin of his teeth, and essentially Mo ends up summoning the white woman, and they decide, like, they are part of death, and they kind of, like, say, like, death is the same in all worlds. It's basically, like, if you die in one world, you die in the others, which we already knew. And they're like... So Orpheus laid this trap, but the white women were like, we'll give you a deal. If Mo and Dustfinger can kill the Adderhead by spring or whatever, right? Yeah. They'll be absolved. If not, both of them plus Maggie die. And you know what? Mo agrees to it. Well, he didn't really have a choice. I don't really think it was like well, a he guess. he could have just died. So no, I think it was a. He could have just died. What? He could have just died instead of putting his daughter's life on the line. Oh, well, that that's not an option because we know we have a thousand pages left in the book. So <laughs> that wasn't an option. But I thought that I didn't have an issue with the deal so much because to me, like, it did seem like that was his only option, whatever. And it was very much a lucky escape. Like, it did seem like it was a little too convenient, a little too easy. He gets Dustfinger back. Great. But I have been hating on Mo for a lot recently, so let's take a break and get on to Maggie hating, because we're not going to leave her out. And <laughs> so on the other side of this, you know, we have Mo over with death. We've got Maggie and Reza, you know, freaking out because Mo just disappeared. And Maggie's pissed, bawling, and she blames Reza, basically, because she's like, if Reza wouldn't have gone to Orpheus, this would have never happened blah, 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 and which actually, like, isn't really the reason, because, like, Fareed ends up going to Mo after the fact, because Orpheus, like, tells him himself, has 
Fareed to Orpheus about this, like, exchange because Reza doesn't even tell Mo because she's not willing to risk his life. But anyway, Maggie ends up being like, there's no way she'll ever be able to forgive Reza. I almost threw the book across the room. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. Because that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard because this entire mess is Maggie's fault. So if there's anyone to blame, it's her. So Maggie, I mean, maybe you just should never forgive yourself because if you wouldn't have gone into the book, maybe Mo wouldn't have ended up here and turned into the Blue Jay and now he doesn't want to leave and he's willing to risk his life for all these characters in a book and doesn't and is okay with leaving you behind. Yeah. And it's, also the biggest thing. It's all Maggie's fault. Biggest. And her name sucks. Her name sucks. So like, of course it's her fault. Maggie, disgusting. Oh my goodness. Well, also the biggest thing of like, she's mad at Reza, but it was like, yes, Reza did want all of them to be read out, but it was Moe's plan to go to Orpheus. Moe was like, you guys should go and have him read just the two of you out. But I was like, Reza was literally just doing what Mo said. Like, and she's like, I'll never forgive Reza for Mo's plan. Like, girl. Also, then Mo survives. So why is she staying mad at Reza? Like, also, you could be mad at Mo because Mo has death cursed you. Oh, wait, he didn't tell you because he's lying to you. He didn't tell you that you're death cursed now. Like, I don't know. I was just like, Maggie, why are you mad at Reza? Like, again, this is like, they're just excluding her. And like, why are they excluding her? Which, yeah. So Maggie, annoying, but we got to backtrack to Mo because I've got more to say. Okay, here we go. So, again, we knew Mo was stupid, but he was so stupid that, I mean, okay, this is, so to the deal with the death of, you know, he has to risk his life and now Maggie's life. Of course, this death bird was going to threaten Maggie's life in addition to Mo's because it's extremely clear that Mo does not value his life that much since he's already been willing to die on multiple occasions for people he doesn't even know. And, you know, this is also where I'm like, if Mo wants to be this great hero, you know, the Blue Jay, then he shouldn't have an issue coming up with a plan to kill the Adderhead. Like, isn't that your job as, you know, the greatest hero in this story all of a sudden? That should be your job. Like, I just don't understand. Like, did he think everything was going to be handed to him? Like, you wanted to be the hero, so now you've got to, you know, do the work if you want to get a happy ending. I hate him. I hate this man so much. He's incompetent. He's stupid. It's ridiculous. And like I said, I will keep saying Reza deserves better. A better husband, a better daughter, like justice for Reza. Hashtag justice for Reza. Or Risa, however you want to say it. But if justice we were the kind for of show that Dave that made merch, our merch for the Ingrid would just say justice just, for Risa. Like Give her her full name back. Her name used to be Teresa. And then, because some nimwit, like, read her out of the book, so she couldn't say her name anymore, she lost half her name. And now she's stuck in a book (laughs) because her husband won't leave. And she's going to die of childbirth. (laughs) We need justice for Risa. Well, okay. So... So, like we said, Mo brings Dustfinger back, and Dustfinger comes and saves Reed's life. And I just want to say, dear listener, 
this is how you know Asia, like, was done with the book. Like, she's over it. She's over it. She's done. Because if you remember, like, besides the Fareed-Meggie relationship, Asia's other favorite thing is the Fareed-Dustfinger relationship. And Dustfinger, like, saves Fareed lo- Fareed's life when, like, Orpheus is, like, strangling him. And Asia wrote nothing. Asia had no notes about the reunion of Dustfinger and Fareed. It's super sweet. And I'm like, you know that Asia is like done with the book when she's like, I can't even comment on my second favorite relationship and storyline because like she must have been too angry to write anything down. Am I correct? Yes. It was very much overshadowed by my raging at Mo and Maggie. I mean, also Fareed and Dustfinger is actually probably my favorite relationship, especially now that like we hate Maggie. You hate Maggie. But- <laughs> Yes, it was a very sweet reunion. I was very happy for Dustfinger to come back because ultimately I do think Dustfinger is the true hero of the story because Mo is clearly not that. He is way too terrible to be the true hero. So I'm rooting for Dustfinger, whatever that means. That should be my Instagram bio. Way too terrible. (laughs) Way too terrible. But yes, so Mo sucks, but... Violante has him now to hand him over to the Adderhead as a part of the plan. But I did not write this down, but Charles put this down in for me. But, you know, I might kind of feel this way. I, that I, I don't know if I hope the Adderhead kills him, but I won't be bothered by that. I wrote this that. down facetiously and ironically, but... To put into the outline, but um, yeah, I don't think I'm, I. I, don't I think thought I'm, Asia was going to remove it, but instead she's exposing me. I don't think I hope that the Adderhead kills Mo, but I hope that Mo faces some sort of consequence for his actions because so far, pretty much every like situation predicament he's gotten himself into, he somehow like comes out like unscathed, basically. And the closest thing we got to was like near, very, near the very end of the reading. I think it's the Piper. Is that his name? He like. Yes. The one who's like torturing Mo because like Mo's being kind of like tortured while he's like been trapped in the castle. And the Piper comes in with like. um, Like some sort of metal stick. And like they were saying they were going to like break Mo's legs, which was obviously very terrifying for him and scary even as the reader. But for me, I was like, I feel like this is where like he's saying he wants to be the hero, but like. You're not thinking about, like, what heroes go through. Like, people, like, I I just, it's one thing to be all brave and courageous, but, like, when it comes down to, like, you want to be tortured in this story, this made-up story, when you have a real family, you have a wife, you're about to have a new child, and you're getting caught up in this fairy tale, it's a pretty terrifying fairy tale. Like, that's where I'm just, like, I feel like he's lost his grip on reality. Like, he's gotten too caught up in this. Like, it's a book. It's not real. Like, I don't know. I just, for me, that's ultimately where I just dislike him. Like, it's one thing if Mo was completely on his own. He had nothing else going for, going for him in life. He didn't have people who depended on him. But, like, he has dependents, and he's just completely throwing them out the window to just be completely selfish. And, like, no, I didn't want them to break Mo's legs for that. But, like... He needs to face some sort of consequences, like not something so extreme like as death or breaking your kneecaps, but like <laughs> he needs something, I feel like, to show him that it's like, are you sure this is the life you want to live? 
I mean, I think that's valid. I think that it's like, yeah, he's just, he's completely forgetting the, the actual like big picture. Right. Yeah. He's forgetting the big picture, which like it's coming from his whole, like, I'm so good. Like, I just can't let these people suffer. Like I have to do everything in my power to help them. But I'm like, these people aren't real. Like, I I don't know. I'm just like, and maybe that's where, like, if you're in the story, you're talking to these people, it does feel real. But, like, you're in a book. You're in a book. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're in a book. It's not, it's not real. So that's where I just, like, get caught up. But the only thing left I had to add was that if he does die, then I hope Roxanne also dies or just exits the story in some way because then Reza can be with Dustfinger. Ew, that's weird. I mean, I guess they had... They... We already said that they've canoodled. They had something going on and... We know that Dustfinger thought about it. I think that they did some canoodling, some of the sort. Maybe not the full canoodle, but... (laughs) I don't think they did any canoodling. Half a canoodle. I think so. I think they could have kissed. I think they could have kissed. But, you know, maybe we'll never get that tea. Because, you know, Reza just settles for incompetent Mo Mortimer. Isn't that Mortimer? Isn't that like death? He's definitely going to die. I mean, maybe. Well. He's going to die for sure. And then Maggie's going to blame Reza, and Reza is going to say, get out of my face, you <laughs> devil child. And she's going to okay, go live with Okay, okay, I'm going to get us back on the rails. Just some final things before we end. Since we've forgotten to mention Eleanor and Darius, Darius all of a sudden is a good reader. He reads them into the book, which hitherto was supposed to be a very hard skill, reading yourself into a story. Or if he's supposed to be this really good reader... Has not managed to do it yet. Darius, first try. Darius, who used to bring people out of the book with deformities, first try, reads himself in. Okay, great. Fine. They just had to... Uh, she just had to wrap She had to get them up. all into we, one place. Again, we were already like, what, 400 pages? She just had to throw them in there. Like, she was like, oh, God, I, f- I forgot about them. Like, I got to throw a couple chapters in every once in a while. Those Because the chapters, too, were kind of random. They were just thrown in there. Like, I bet she wrote the whole book. And then she was like, Darius and Eleanor, they're not even in the story. I got to throw them in. And then she sprinkled, like, five chapters throughout the book. Yeah. And, well, I mean, now she does have all the characters in Ink World, so that's something. But I think they should all just go home. But whatever course they're just gonna stay for the heroics and it's fine i have one more final thought but do do you have anything before i go ahead i was just gonna say because you're saying they're all gonna go home it's also like not really clear like how are they going to get home like i feel like they could all be trapped in there forever serves them right well specifically mo he needs to die i don't know i mean we'll see so near the end this i was like this is probably gonna make asia angry but now that you hate maggie maybe not Maggie says that the chapter of her and Farid is ending, and I was like, oh, I bet Asia is so angry. No, I wasn't, because, you know, Maggie sucks. Maggie Maggie sucks. Mo is, like, the worst character. Maggie is, like, right below him. Like, it's not even that far. Like, she sucks. What a terrible main character. And just like Reza, Farid deserves better, too. Like, you know, maybe he can end up with, you know, beautiful Brianna, 
Like, she seems more interesting. And, yeah, at this point, the only happy ending I'm hoping for, you know, since we are about to finish the series, is I want a happy ending for Reza. And, you know, it needs to be without Mo and Maggie. That's the only way it can be a happy ending in my eyes. Because they're terrible family members. Like, she needs a whole new family. She needs to just replace them all. Maybe... Maybe Orpheus or Fenolio can, like, read her a new family. Like, I don't know. She just needs to start over. Start over from scratch. Like, forget them. Justice for Reza. Hashtag justice for Reza. But last thing I'll say, though, is at least for Maggie, which is why she's a little bit below, you know, Mo on the naughty list, is Maggie is a kid. She's a child. So she could possibly grow, like, from this and, like, grow out of this, like, being terrible. But Mo, he's a lost cause. (laughs) What he's done is unforgivable, at least in my eyes. So, hashtag death to Mo. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. You gotta finish this episode before you start, like, actually violence. No, I I, I don't want Mo to die. But to me, like, it just... Based on his actions, that just seems like that's what he wants. Like, he wants a hero's death, which, like, to me, like, just doesn't make sense. Like, again, based on how the story started, he was had been missing his wife for 10 years. He finally finds her, and he has this beautiful daughter that he loves so much, and he's willing to give all of that up. Also, the pot, like, having another child with his beloved wife. He's willing to give that all up for a book? For a made-up reality? Like, I just... I don't understand. I mean... I do not understand. I mean... Well, we'll find out in the next book, in the next reading, what happens. We're finishing Ink Death for next week, so we'll find out if he does end up giving it all up, or, you know, if, again, he has main character plot armor and he gets everything he wants anyway. Which is just as bad. I mean, yeah, well, and we'll discuss it next week when it happens. Well, we're going to finish Ink Death for next week, so if you do read along with us, go ahead and finish the book and let us know how you feel about Mo by the end. We'll definitely be back here on the podcast to discuss, and I'm sure we'll have much to say. Uh, also, remember that after that, we'll be reading the first Skinjacker book, which will be the first half of Everlost. So get ready for that. Again, one more week of ink death, and then we'll move on to Skinjacker. And as always, if you have predictions, theories, or questions, remember that you can stay in touch with us about anything on the Nerd Party website. You can head over to nerdparty.com contact and select throwback paperback. You can send us an email there and get in touch with the network on Twitter at joinnerdparty or on Instagram at thenerdparty or facebook.com slash thenerdparty. And to find me, I'm at asiabonia on Twitter and TikTok and at asia.bonia on Instagram. And please send me a DM with hashtag justice for Reza if you agree with the statements I made today. It will make my whole day. Or send her a hashtag death to Mo. I think she'll go for that more, honestly. I'll go for justice for Reza. I'm at seashells on Instagram. And make sure that you rate and review the podcast. Please don't say Death to Mo in your review because I feel like that would probably get us kicked off of podcast platforms. But hashtag Justice for Reza is probably a fine thing to say in your <laughs> review. 
Share the podcast with your friends, of course, and check out the other amazing podcasts that we have over here on the Nerd Party Network. And make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss us next week when Asia tries to physically kill Mo, even though he is a character in a book. Yes, stay tuned for that. Hit the subscribe button and have a good one. We will see you next week. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party.